Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The president was in Florida today following up on his State of the Union last night. We will talk about that speech a little bit. Bankers aren't getting much love in Davos. Our man Stephen Beard is there. And all that kerfluffle over Ben Bernanke not keeping his job? That was all phony baloney. The eyes are 70. The nays are 30. The nomination is confirmed. So there you have it. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. And by Constant Contact, dedicated to helping small businesses and nonprofits build strong customer relationships with email marketing, online surveys, and event marketing. ConstantContact.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is the 28th of January today. This one is a Thursday, and it is good, as always, to have you here. Very quickly about the once and future chairman of the Fed before we really get going today. The procedural vote on Ben Bernanke's nomination that the Senate took this afternoon was not even close. He needed 60 eyes before he could get to a straight up or down vote. He got 77, so he gets another four years of interest rate meetings and congressional testimony. Last night in the Capitol, it was, of course, the State of the Union address. After talking about little else lately, President Obama didn't even mention health care reform until nearly half an hour into the speech. And when he did get to it, he started with a joke. And by now, it should be fairly obvious that I didn't take on health care because it was good politics. <laughs> and also an apology. I take my share of the blame for not explaining it more clearly to the American people. From the Marketplace Health Desk at WHYY in Philadelphia, Gregory Warner picks it up from there. What President Obama has maybe failed to explain is what health care reform means for the average person and why the cost of doing nothing falls on all of us. Marsha Gold is a senior fellow at the Mathematica Institute. You know, I've been studying health care for 35 years and I have trouble following it. But she says some things are clear. The numbers keep going up and the costs keep going up and it doesn't get any better. The easiest explanation, the uninsured. According to the Congressional Budget Office, by the year 2019, there'll be 54 million people in the United States without health insurance. Doctors and hospitals pass on those costs in the form of premiums and higher hospital bills. J.B. Silvers is a professor at Case Western Reserve University. That can be up to 10 or 20 percent of the bill that you're paying is, is to cross-subsidize those, those people that otherwise don't have insurance but are still getting care. The cost of covering the uninsured also falls on taxpayers. Bob Atlas is a health care analyst in Washington. He says hospitals shift the cost of treating the uninsured to Medicare and Medicaid. When there's more uninsured, that shows up as government costs. In the end, Atlas says taxpayers foot the bill for almost half of all health care in this country. That adds to the deficit. People's out-of-pocket premiums going up and the deficit growing are two parts of the same story. And that's a story that Democrats hope to tell a lot better. In Philadelphia, I'm Gregory Warner for Marketplace. Boy, you have to feel at least a little bit sorry for Toyota. Last night, it expanded its enormous recall to include another million-plus vehicles in North America, not to mention a whole slew of them in Europe and China. The culprit, as you have probably heard by now, is the gas pedal, made not by Toyota, but by one of Toyota's many parts suppliers. 
Truth is, most of what's in your car comes from someplace other than the car maker itself. And Marketplace's Elisa Raw tells us that could turn out to be a big problem. We call it a supply chain, but in the case of the auto industry, it's really more like a web. Car companies buy parts from thousands of suppliers, and most of those suppliers sell their parts to more than one car company. Jim Gillette is an analyst at CSM Worldwide. It's a consulting firm. He says suppliers do much more than just make the pieces that go into your car. The automakers have depended more upon suppliers to do the full design, engineering, testing, etc., Uh, of the various components. He says that's because R&D for complicated parts has gotten too expensive for car makers to do themselves. But it's expensive for the suppliers, too. So you get a pedal maker, for example, that designs a pedal. They actually need to sell that pedal to several automakers. That's why Ford said today it's stopping production on trucks in China. The pedals it uses there come from the same...